Can you guys hear me? I can hear you. Okay. <laughs> ben, can you hear me? I, I can't hear Ben. Uh, I'll ben, continue, Ben. <laughs> if, um, if anything changed. Um, Just type but, in chat. There he goes. Oh, he can't hear. It's probably your mic, Ben. Or your uh, headphones. If you can't hear both of us. He can't hear you. Why are you explaining it to him? <laughs> You're right, <laughs> Welcome to The Freaking Awesome, a podcast in which we talk about the things we watch, play, listen, and read throughout the week. Maybe sometimes eat. I'm still <laughs> on the fence on that. <laughs> I think I mentioned this last week. Uh, so yes, I'm John Abaya, and joining to joining me today is... I don't have anything for you, Ben. Like, uh, I know no, you always mention it's stuff. It's fine. Yeah. I guess a guess inside the building. I forgot the building, too, <laughs> from real life. Uh, do you know the building, Jordy? Uh, the, tower? the tower. Oh yeah, the tower. It is the tower. Yeah, it is the, the tower. Uh, one of the, I guess, can be the. Uh, what's the group that's finding the artifacts? The, oh, I, we don't know yet. You could oh, be okay. a mauler, Ben. You're a mauler. I know you have yeah. no context of that, but you're yeah, a mauler. I don't have ben. any. I, uh, I, uh, yeah, I don't have any context. But yeah, yeah I'll do. Am I? Uh, am I uh, infected? Is that what that is? No, no, it's a okay, regular okay. person. <laughs> Uh, you're just a regular person, man. Okay, okay. Yeah, uh, and joining us again, he's a freelance artist. It's Jordy. Hello. Hello. Yay. Yay. I was thinking Thank about like when, me back. Yeah. I was thinking about like when we introduce our guests that we would have like an applause as a sound. Oh, effect. I can. I I probably have that. You guys want to hear? Yeah. No, well, you guys can't actually hear the sound of that. So I have two sound effects boards. One's connected to Zencaster. The other one's on my computer. You can't hear the one that's all connected to my computer. Okay. So <laughs> there's no point of me just playing that right now. Uh, I mean, we wow, can... cheap production. <laughs> yeah, no. no. <laughs> How much we're paying you? No, no. <laughs> no, no. Do you get paid? <laughs> no, no, no. I wish. Uh, but yes. So uh, this week we have uh, it's, it's a. Not as much as uh, I am I, not actually com- contributing anything, but for the trailer talk, we are going to talk about Marcel the what is it? Marcel the Shell, which she's on. Uh, it's a new film that's coming out uh, later this year, and in the weekly roundup, we'll be talking about Persona One and. What is the thing that you're talking about, Ben? Sorry. Uh, Gerald Carmichael's new comedy special, uh, Rot Denial. Oh, Rot Denial. Rot, uh, I yeah. think I couldn't say that last part. Rotanio. 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 That's okay. Yeah. I was like having trouble saying that. Uh, I have nothing this week. I have personal stuff uh, yes. I was taking care of. What was yeah. it? I was going to say, I thought you said, I'm nothing this week. Oh, no, I was no. going to say, you're, some, you're something this week. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. Yeah. You're worth something outside. Yeah, you're worth, yeah. Contribute to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, but before that, oh, and the main discussion will be uh, We're Live Descendants, a new podcast from Casey Whalen. It's a continuation of We're Live, uh, a story of survival. He said it's the sequel to that. Um, so that will be an uh, interesting conversation, only because... Jordy and I have listened to the whole series, and Ben, you haven't, so I want to see 
if this is a good jumping point for you, Ben, <laughs> to listen to the rest of We're Alive. Uh, but before that, we'll be discussing about Marcel the Shell with shoes on. There's so many places that they could be. Marcel the Shell with shoes on. You are beautiful. There must be so many others like me. got to go. Not that I don't like Arthur. Not bad. No. Oh my god. Arthur. No. No. Arthur. Oh. That was a clip from the trailer starring Jenny Slate as Marcel. Uh, so when I did a little bit of research on this, I did not know it's an animated short from a while ago. I was surprised it was that. And I seen like interviews too with Jenny Slate uh, talking about this in the past. And I was really surprised, like, oh, wow, it took a while for this to become a feature film. Uh, I was just really surprised about the concept. I did not watch the short. Have any of you guys watched the short that's based on this? Uh, I have not. Ben, have you? Uh, I actually have. My my partner, she actually grew up, not grew up with it, but uh, after high school, she, her and her best friend, they um they this is like this is one thing that they were like obsessed with like when they were what uh, really? after because I think I guess there was like a couple short films that Jenny Slate came out with with the so with this the character. original did oh, okay yeah it did start with Jenny Slate yeah and some say like this is what made her like cantopult cantaloupe cantapult <laughs> <laughs> uh to like uh being more popular because she she I think she like produced wrote created the whole concept and although like, oh, this actually and it's a it's a children's short film so uh it's interesting that a24 is like producing it because usually their like content is like or their films are a little bit darker and uh depressing sometimes mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah i agree with that yeah. uh let's start with you jordy what did you think about the trailer i was immediately delighted by it it took me all the way back to like watching the secret of nim in a way oh, just like yeah. tiny creatures in a very big world and it's a little scary but it's going to be great like it took me back to those kinds of stories i agree so i'm excited uh ben what's your thoughts i yeah i uh, have the same response it's it's sort of like unique but it's also you know a story we've all been uh familiar with you know someone or a, a i don't know what do you call marcel it's a shell so never mind it's a, a shell that's trying with to find shoes, right then <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i was trying to say creature but i guess the her character is a shell uh trying to find you know family and whatnot i i think we've we're familiar with the story but i think there's gonna be like a unique twist especially bit it being like a stop motion animation i think they're still going for that you know the original short was like that so um and it's like jenny slate like you know in a different um uh light i guess you could say because we've seen her in films and her characters in films usually are kind of absurd or delightful i guess you could say yeah but this one's like oh this is actually um a little bit more like 
I like for children. So, mm. uh, but I, I'm missing those type of movies. I guess you could t- say like live action movies where you could take your kids to. A lot of it's like animated now, so this is actually kind of cool. I I'm thinking about like too. movies like ET, or I actually don't know when the last yes. live action uh, good <laughs> one. I actually it don't was. know. Yeah, like yeah, like live action with a creature. Or, or yes, like, yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. With a creature. Involved. Yeah, I, I can't think of one off the top of my head that isn't like based on a book. Like I'm not talking about like Percy Jackson and whatnot. Like, yeah. uh, like. You mean like a character, even if it, a character, uh, the creature like Marcel uh, is the star. I can't even think of one like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in a while. Yeah. Yeah. I he, mean, last week you were talking about Harry and the Hendersons. So, yeah. <laughs> but uh, he's, I guess he is the star in that. I guess yeah. he's, the, he's in the top. But those <laughs> the are like of... how the 80s movies were like 80s, early 90s, where there's like a creature that's fish out of the water and like you're trying to help them get back home mm-hmm. uh, i feel like there's not a lot of stories like that or films that are like that like, at least live action i mean pixar has had stories like that uh i think a couple of stories there here then disney and whatnot i think i'm surprised about the trailer is that everyone is welcoming that there's a shell yes. that's talking and there's i'm assuming no real plot to that it's just Things these things exist, and then like they're accepting. Yeah, they're the, accepting. Society, and, yeah. Uh, uh, and it is kind of sad, like when uh, Marcel talks about the to make a community. There's only twenty, and then there's only the grandmother. And it's like, oh, what happened to everyone else? <laughs> it's like, uh, and Marcel mentions to like uh, some of them disappear because they're like stuck in the uh, what is it pants and whatnot. So I'm I don't know <laughs> everyone watch I. I want to watch this in theaters, but emotionally, I'm not ready. <laughs> it seems like yeah. for me, uh, yeah. predicting the, how this story is, I'm wondering how it will go. But it looks cute. Like I really want to see how this where it goes too. At the same time, uh, can't uh, wait until uh, A24 has that merchandising of the shells, Marcel. Yeah. yeah, all the shells <laughs> and eyeballs on them. Yeah, it's like um, what's the Star Wars BB-8s, you know, and Whatever the baby Yoda, Yoda. Yoda. baby Yoda, yeah. <laughs> okay. Marcel Funko Pops. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm. Uh, <laughs> that would be look no. weird though, because the way Funko Pops are all like one design, and then I can't imagine Marcel as a Funko Pop. <laughs> well, Funko Pop can imagine it. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> With the one black eye they always have. Oh, yeah. The- uh, I think on. what you said about um, not being able to watch it in the theater, I, I completely agree with. I think if I was watching this publicly and anything happened to Marcel, I wouldn't be able to handle it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially Marcel's a shell. So I'm like scared. Like, you can crush shells so uh, easily. And there's, there's a scene where the grandmother has like a Band-Aid on her head. So I'm like, something happened to her <laughs> that will happen in the movie that will make us emotionally like, cry basically yeah the cute uh poster did you guys see the poster it's like uh she's parachuting with like uh uh what do you call it a the pop. tootsie roll yeah, pop, tootsie roll pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. i've seen the, the poster on uh, imdb also ben do you know if the original one was shot documentary style yes yeah, oh, yeah it yeah. was okay so they're like continuing that on it looks like yeah oh okay interesting way to do it uh moving on uh Jordy, you have been playing a game that I've never... 
played, but numerous guests wants us to play part five, <laughs> I believe, Ben, right? Yeah, Persona 5. For Persona yeah. 5. Okay, then I'm going to throw my hat into that ring as well. <laughs> I think you should play Persona 5 Royal. Yes, a lot. <laughs> or Royale, if you're fancy. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of our guests mentioned that. Like, oh, if you want to start somewhere, just play part five. I was like, okay. Because I believe, like, I have Xbox Game Pass. I, I want to say it's on there. Maybe it's not, but I've seen it while I'm scrolling. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I, it was on the list of the freaking awesome things last year. Or yeah, two years when ago. the it's a remake, right? That came out recently, or a well, Persona Five the the original came out in like 2016 or 2015. Someone's gonna be mad at me for misremembering <laughs> the year. Um, and then they thing with Persona games, um, is they re-release with like 30 extra hours and a bunch of features, and they add quality of life stuff. So that would be Royal, which they released. Uh, in the summer of last year. Okay, so, so that's, that's the one. Yeah. Why it made it on that list? Nice. I will try to play this. But you've been playing uh, Persona One. <laughs> so Persona Five is very accessible and it's very welcoming. Persona One is not. <laughs> it is not that in any way. So Persona is an offshoot of a greater franchise called Shin Megami Tensei. Um. And Shin Megami Tensei is known for being extremely difficult. Some of it is exaggerated. A lot of it is not. But it has expectations of you, which I, I'm i coming to appreciate in games as I grow older. Um, but Persona takes a lot of like narrative differences and gameplay differences from that. And especially the newer ones, they get further and further away from like the base of Shin Megami Tensei. Um, but Persona 1, I think, is the closest you can get to playing a Shin Megami Tensei game without playing a Shin Megami Tensei game. Mm. Warts and all. Um, the, it's, it's, it's from a very special point in time where games just did whatever they wanted, especially JRPGs. If any of the listeners want to look up the different types of damage and find like a chart that would explain it better than I ever could because there in modern games, you have a physical attack um, and you have one physical attack in persona one, you have sword, two handed sword, bow, whip, gun, different types of gun. <laughs> it's insane, but it's also I can just turn my brain off for like a couple minutes and I know it'll be okay. Um, it's So the actual story of it is that one day these high schoolers are like, oh, did you hear this rumor? There's this game called Persona. And if you do it, you perform this little ritual, you'll know your future. Um, and so they do it and all hell breaks loose. And they're a small town in Japan is suddenly overwhelmed with demons. And they find out that the source of it is this local corporation called Sebek, where they have suddenly started warping reality. Mm. Um, and it's just it's just very dark, but pleasant to play the um, because the characters are. Uh, go ahead. Oh, so I've never played a Persona game and then. I did not know that's the actual story of uh, like it's a ritual. I always thought so. What 
what I've seen in Persona is someone always holding like a gun and whatnot to their heads and stuff. I don't know what game is that part of Persona and one of the uh, series or whatnot. That I... is Persona Three. Okay. So the thing about Persona is Persona One and Persona Two are deeply connected to each other, and then there's events at the end of Persona Two, which means that everything after is not connected. So Persona 3, 4, and 5 are kind of standalone. They have references to each other, but they're mostly standalone games, and you can hop in on any one. But Persona 2 and 1 are interlocked. So Persona 1 and Persona 5 are as different as you can get. Oh, okay. So no wonder people just say, like, oh, just go, because you said earlier about the quality of life, to play Persona 5 is better. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like Final Fantasy. Like, there's common, like, shared themes and ideas between them, but they're not connected. Okay, that makes that makes more sense. I never played a Final Fantasy too, so <laughs> we played some. I remember when we were young. We played some of Seven. Oh yeah, when it was yeah. like the thing. Well, well, I didn't play. I watched someone play Seven and had no idea what was happening at the time. <laughs> That's fair. Yes. I watch people play 7 and I don't know what's happening. <laughs> is there an anime for Persona? Uh, it seems like a, something that should have had an anime. Um, Persona 3 had uh, a couple movies, I think. Persona 4 had two animes. One for the original Persona 4. And then they had a separate smaller one for the re-release uh, Persona 4 Golden. And then Persona 5 had its own anime. Okay. I always admire their art style with Persona. Same games. here, yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I always look every time I look at it. I want dip my toes into just the anime just to see how it flows more. Uh, because I've seen like what do you call them uh, in video games, uh, cinematics, and it looks so nice mm-hmm. when I see, the, especially the uh, the newest ones too. I was like, oh man, it just flows really well. Sorry, I interrupt earlier. <laughs> oh, it's okay. I I was I, I was staring at my wall and I was just stream of consciousness. It's like what is what is everything I know about Persona? Let's go. <laughs> so, is this the so, first time you played this, or is it a replay? This is my second time. I okay. actually played it for the first time last year because I've decided my mission is going to be to play all of the Persona games because when you look at the list, there's not actually that many. I had the um, same more of like the thing. Offshoots. Yeah, right. There's a lot yeah. of offshoots, right? I wanted yeah. to do the exact same thing with Resident Evil. Then I hit a wall. <laughs> <So> <laughs> with five, so I remember that. Yes, and I'm still trying to finish five, and I don't know if I will. But I need to go past that wall. Is it Just something think- in the level, John? That's making you. It's, like that? I'm playing with my son right now, but it's. It's it's just very I don't know it's very goofy like the the game I don't know. <laughs> just just think at the end of the Resident Evil Five tunnel you get to play six. Yes, yeah, yeah. that's I, I heard the things giraffe about six one. too. Yeah, the giraffe one. Ben. <laughs> the one with the plane. There's a plane in that game too. Okay, I did, I don't know anything about six. I just know a lot of people don't like it, uh, and I'm looking forward just to see that if it's similar to five style of where. The quick time events is very oh, I hate quick time events, especially in part five. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have bad news. <laughs> oh, no. <Okay. laughs> there is 
of quick time events in part five, it literally maybe took me, my son and I, 20 minutes just to complete. And all it is is uh, avoiding these tentacles, uh, this monster that's like just hitting you, try to hit you. And then I thought I would think I'll get it in that one try, but then then change the button setup. And I was like, damn it. So I have to like redo it all over. And at one part, you have to hit it at the exact same time as the, your partner. So he's playing as Shiva. I'm playing as Chris. And it's just very annoying. <laughs> like very, very annoying uh, gameplay. But yeah. <laughs> You're going to get through it. Yeah. You're going to get through this. I hope Persona isn't like that. <laughs> he's like, why not try Persona? Uh... It's not. There's no quick time events, really. But are there there like, I'm assuming there's like bosses or whatnot that are hard. Oh yeah, and it's it's a sliding scale of difficulty. I think the further back you go, the harder it gets. Okay. But there's easy modes in all the games, and then like Persona Four Golden onwards, there's like, I forget the name of it, but there's like a super easy difficulty where you can't die. Okay. So, like, if you die in a battle, you just instantly revive with full health and SP, and you just continue where you were. That's nice. <laughs> That's my mode, right, basically. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and uh, even in Persona 5, if you don't have that mode on and you die, you go back to the last safe room you were in, and you still get to keep the XP and the money that you earned in the interim. Oh, nice. Which is insane. <laughs> That yeah, those are the type of my my games. I don't like it sometimes uh, when games do that where they take. That's why I never played like a Dark Souls type, especially oh, in that series. I play like like right now. I'm also playing a game Tunic that's similar, not not like Dark Souls, but it has ideas of Dark Souls in it. But they there's a mode in there where you can actually turn it off. Like any time you get hit, you won't die. If you want to explore. And then there are times where I just turn that off just to explore the world. I just want to see what's behind this one area and whatnot. And then it's kind of nice in uh, 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 in that part just to have don't have to worry about, oh, am I going to die if I you know go in this one area? <laughs> but yeah. Uh, if you have more to add to Persona, I feel like I'm interrupting you. <laughs> it's okay. It's... Uh, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, the first time I played it. Um, I spent the entire, like, 20, 30-something hours complaining. Oh, wow. Like, I was messaging friends, like, here's the new weird gameplay thing that's archaic that I can't wrap my head around. Like, here's all the damage types. Here's, you know, how level-ups work. Here's how Persona level-ups work. Because there's three different ways to level up. Oh, wow. And that's incomprehensible. Is there a way... But I have a grasp on it now. Go Is on. there a way to, like, save it if you made the bad decision of le- uh, leveling up? Or Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I'm playing on PSP, so it's it's I've got, like, 99 save slots. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's wow. Nice. Yeah. I don't know anyone with a PSP. Is, you have the physical PSP, which... <laughs> I have a PS Vita. Oh, okay, same thing. Same. And I stand by that purchase. That's the one without the disc, right? There's no disc on that one. No, this one has uh, cartridges. Okay. Well, not cartridges, yeah. but the little cards. Mm-hmm. I know they used to sell one, the PS TV, where you can actually, I want to say you can 
purchase Vita games and play on your TV. I was going to get one of those, but then um, I don't know if I will ever like play a Vita game, uh, download a Vita game from there. So <laughs> yeah, they they bungled the marketing on the PS TV. Um, I think what it was is you hook it up to your Vita and you hook it up to the TV, and mm. it lets you play the Vita games on full screen on yep, your TV. Exactly. Yeah. So I was like, uh, <laughs> because I the thing that was stopping me, even though I own a Switch, is playing handheld, but. Now I'm like comfortable with the screen, and and I know back then the Vita has a, at the time a big screen, uh. So, but at the time too, I wasn't comfortable with that size of screen. But now since you know the Switch is way bigger, um, uh, I'm just more comfortable with that style. <laughs> Took a while, but <laughs> but yeah. Uh, no, anything? I else? love my Vita. Oh. It's my favorite handheld I've ever had. That's nice. I never owned any uh, PlayStation like products until the PS4. So I'm always jealous when people have those stuff. Because you know how the exclusive of PlayStation, there's so many. And I'm always like, man, if I only had a PlayStation <laughs> at this <laughs> point of the year. Um, even the Vita had like exclusive too. Like, uh, I can't name off the top of my head, but they, they had really nice ones I wanted to play at the time. Yeah. Well, to wrap it back around to Persona, Persona 4 Golden was trapped on the Vita for the longest time. Oh, really? Um, oh, I remember that. I remember people were uh, sort of bummed out that they uh, they couldn't play that <laughs> after like the Vita wasn't um, when they stopped making games for the Vita or whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, in 2020, I think they actually ported it to Steam. And it, it within one day, it became the most played game on Steam. <laughs> Imagine how many games are in the Vita and the PSP and other handheld devices that haven't yet like been ported. Or I mean, you know, you, like there's like a, there's you count like that a, with the DS and all that stuff too, because yeah. Nintendo doesn't do a great job as <laughs> like yeah, yeah. importing that stuff into uh, newer consoles. There, there's a lot, Ben, <laughs> for that. <laughs> This ocean I'm, goes too deep. Yes, I know, yes. yeah. I mean, for the longest time, they didn't have Earthbound in any of like the consoles, like the newer consoles. Uh, then you only could get it from like you know, um, what do you call those um, online, like actual physical emulators. copies? Oh, emulators. Yeah, emulators. Yeah. yeah, like you only could get it from emulators. Um, but yeah, Not I mean, that's that how Nintendo. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what emulators. <laughs> On the record. Yes. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I don't know what those are too. Uh, I heard there. Well, something. Jordy, you did say the words. <laughs> I know you did. You kind of mentioned what they were, but yeah, I, 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 I'm just. I don't know what this word means. I'm pronouncing yeah. it phonetically. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh <laughs> uh, wait, um, you have more to say about Persona? Probably not. Okay. Oh no. <laughs> I will try to play Persona 5, though. I think that's our mission, one of our missions, Ben, to play Persona 5. I know you and I have to, like, sit down and just play it together. Yes. It's a long-term commitment. Persona 5 Royal took me, like, almost 200 hours. Okay. Now, granted... (laughs) I don't know if I could do this out. (laughs) I messed around a lot. I I would just leave my game running uh, for, like, half an hour at a time while I went to do other stuff. (laughs) So it might not actually be that long. 
that's that's a a, a big hill to climb. <laughs> I mean, I think also like uh, we have our, our friend of our podcast here. Like he also how many hours he he plays a lot. He says like a hundred something hours for him yeah. too for that. And Anthony too, the other uh, are one of our guests. He's the, those two specifically said we have to play <laughs> yeah. uh, Persona Five and other people who's every time Persona is mentioned, it's just Persona Five every time. <laughs> But yeah, uh, moving on. Then, Ben, you went to. Did you watch a comedy show, or you watched it on TV? I watched it on okay. streaming. You watched it on streaming. What did you watch? <laughs> um, so on for those who have HBO Max, um, a comedian, uh, by the name of Jared Carmichael has a new special. I think it's his. I want to say. Uh, let me check. Uh, I want to say it's his one, two, three, four, fourth comedy special. Um, this is titled Roth Rathaniel. Uh, it's actually the title is like the punchline to a question that he's asking in the beginning of his special, uh, which kind of spoils everything because it, he it's like a whole setup, and then uh, it's actually the title of the special <laughs> so uh if you ever watch it that's like a thing in in, in, the, in the comedy special but um i'm a fan of his um i've watched a couple of the other two like his last two um he has he used to have a television show that was decent uh, but it was it was good overall but this one I think is getting a lot of attention because uh, it's a special where he actually comes out as gay. Um, and it's really um, emotional, I guess you could say. It's one of the best comedy specials I've seen in a while just because of the journey he's taking in the special. It's basically he's like unpacking um, about like, him coming out and the fact like how his family responded and about like community and about finding your truth and whatnot. And there's like a power in like filmmaking when it comes to like the close up. And usually comedy specials don't do close ups. It's also it's usually like a wide and a mid a, a mid shot of the comedian. But uh oh oh so the 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 director of this is um Bo Berman. Burn oh, okay. Burnham. That yeah. makes sense why. He's also like a wildly popular comedian, but he's also very experimental with his stuff when it comes to like his comedy specials and movies. He's he, his comedy specials are very like cinematic, I guess you could say. Um but yeah, like uh Jared Carmichael with this special, he's basically most of the time is like unpacking everything. He throws in jokes here and there, but it's basically it feels like someone who's just trying to um uh, i keep on saying the word unpacking but it's just basically trying to uh i don't know how you explain it actually it's just the way he it's 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 very therapeutic i guess you could mm, say okay uh, yeah. in his in on his side yeah um there's moments where audience they don't heckle like none of the audience are like heckling but they're like um giving him advice and it's kind of cool wait it's what? actually because uh, they don't do that usually in yeah yeah no oh, okay <laughs> yeah and then uh jared carmichael he like invites that he invites the uh audience like there's a moment in the special because uh i don't want to spoil anything but there's someone in his family 
who's not accepting or isn't accepting him completely. And he's trying to figure out why. And then uh, because it's, uh, he's 35 years old and it's, this is the first time he's ever mentioned that he's gay. Uh, one of the audience members said something about like, uh, should we give time for that family member to also, uh, you know, to unpack it? Cause it took him a while to like, you know, come out mm. and then it's like a it's a question that's being grappled in the in the special but it's like an interesting way he's like uh trying to answer it and uh i always i don't know it's 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 something i haven't seen in a comedy special because it's part like it feels like a part comedy special but also not like a documentary in real time um because it's like he's also giving us these stories about um uh because like the it opens up where the family has like a secret it's not his secret it's like a family secret and and then then it gets to his secret and um then then yeah then it's basically there's like a theme about that and whatnot but then it ends up being like this also thing about like community about your support like who who supports you that matters and who loves you that matters and how he also has to like grapple with that and you know, and then, uh, then there's like funny moments. Like I won't say what are the funny, funny moments because they're really hysterical. Mm-hmm. Uh, then he throws like in jokes here and there, um, which is also like a way to, um, cause there's a lot of tension uh, when they do a lot of close up. There's a lot like there's, these are like their pauses, like for 10 minutes of his face. And you could tell it's like, he's thinking through things. Uh, which is like interesting to see in the comedy special because you're expecting like Matt laughs, but he breaks that tension with a joke and here and there. Um, but yeah, I, I re- highly recommend it. Uh, it's something I've never seen a comedian done before. And I think because a lot of credit is because him and uh, Bo, Bo Burn have been friends since like when they were young. So they both like kind of understand each other and uh, giving him this um uh uh opportunity to be the director i think there's like these very intimate close-ups and just the way it's shot is very intimate like, i think bo berman like understood him really well um but yeah that's uh Rathaniel on hbo max it's like only like an hour it's an hour special too. that's nice uh i'm not familiar with him uh have you heard of him jordy i have not oh yeah uh, yeah, but I I feel like I seen that name though. <laughs> I don't know where he, he I... hosted uh, a B to to promote um his special. He hosted the most recent oh. or no two two weeks ago Saturday Night Live. Okay, maybe yeah. that's where I saw the, the name. And he was uh, really funny there too. Okay, so. <laughs> yeah, I was like I seen this name, but I don't recognize the face or the when you said he's a comedian, I was like, yeah, I don't know who is this. Uh, it's in my radar, I never. Uh, it never came up in my like when I the things I listen to and whatnot. So that's yeah. on HBO Max. Yes. Okay, I might check that out. Uh, I forgot too when we did the weekly roundup, the little lasso sound. Oh yeah. So <laughs> I just want to add the. So lasso you want us to go uh, lasso us in? Oh yes, yes. Uh, but then I have to like lasso you guys out again. So here, here's the lasso oh, okay. sound. I don't think that's a thing. But go on. <laughs> <laughs> is it is a thing now, Ben? <laughs> 
<laughs> the, the, okay, the, the reason why you don't lasso them because you're already untied. Yeah, yeah. You're just free. That's all it is. Yes, that, that's true. <laughs> yeah. and, and we forgot to do the yeehaw in the beginning of Weekly Roundup. Oh, yeah. Uh, you're we all do it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I just dived into Persona. <laughs> it's because your partner's out here, John. No, Audrey's no. like, Audrey, she's the glue to the podcast. I think so. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Uh, you guys want to do a one hee-haw together? Okay, yeah. Right. <laughs> no, you have to count it down. We could just do it. Like, Wait, what? You have to count it down. Okay. We're going, yeah. uh, one, two, three. Yee-haw. yee-haw. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Maybe that'll be in sync. Who knows? Yes, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, moving on to our main discussion. This, this week's main discussion is We're Live Descendants. Tank! Do not ever forget, there are still monsters among them. If we don't find a way out, we're someone's property. How are you all dealing with this so calmly? Their way of survival is simple but honest. You know where you stand. People are gonna come from all over to watch this. We're Alive Descendants. So that's a clip from the trailer for We Are Live Descendants. It is streaming on all podcast channels. I don't know what you call that. Podcast apps, you could say. Uh, you can also check it out at wearelive.com if you want to listen to it before we discuss it here on the main discussion. Um, the show is created by Casey Whalen, written and directed by him. So it has a lot of voice actors uh, in here. Um, if you want to check them out, go to wearelive.com. And you get the whole cast and crew. Uh, a lot of them are from the original Real Live, and there are, um, I would say, my, maybe half half is a, a new, and some are the old, uh, the original cast of Real Live. Um, we can start by our general thoughts, and I, I mean, Jordy, you're you're a huge fan of Real Live. Uh, let's start with you first for your general thoughts of the first chapter of we're alive uh descendants i felt like an animal being hunted okay <laughs> i don't know if that's good or bad <laughs> do you want to be hunted that's the thing. i mean i could go further yes go but, for it uh, so uh yes i am a very big fan of we're alive uh, especially in my teen years i'm 26 now um, I was obsessed with Real Wow, Life. this is such an old series then. <laughs> 2009? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 2009. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. buddy. <laughs> We've been here a while. Yes. Man, Casey just keeps on going, okay? <laughs> you see pictures of him now, and it's like, oh, he's aged. Yeah. Oh, I don't like it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so I was super obsessed with Real Life in my teens. And then as I grew older, I'm like, then the series ended. I was like, okay. I'm calm now. I'm I'm normal about it now. You know, I can I can handle this. And then you were like, "Hey, do you want to be on the podcast?" I was like, "Yeah, absolutely." Um, so I listened to it maybe sooner than I might have originally. Um, and I'm telling you, the moment the intro started playing and Michael Swan started talking, that switch flipped. <laughs> <laughs> I was no longer normal. I was going crazy. <laughs> You turn so basically I, to the fact. I did turn. <laughs> it happened fast. Um, so in the shortest way possible, ten out of ten. Make sure you drink some water before you listen to it. If you were a fan of the original. Oh yes. 
Or Tang. Wait, do they have Tang? Yeah, it was Tang too. They drunk a lot of Tang. So would you say it's a Tang out of Tang? Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. That was the setup. You just... Okay. Yes, Ben. It's Tang out of Tang. (laughs) Go on, John. Uh, What's your general thoughts, Ben? Oh, yeah. So, Ben, you are not... Uh, you have never listened to the original We're Alive. I haven't, uh, yeah. And the other I'm spin-offs. so curious what you think. And it's it's, it's I, so weird because I remember John mentioning this, and I remember I was like gun ho, like, oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to it because the, the original series, the original series, yeah, the original yes. series of uh, was it We're We're Alive, a story of survival, guy? yeah, was it a story of survival? Oh, a story of survival. Um, and I thought I remember listening to the first episode, and I was like, oh, this is. This is super well produced. It's like it's nothing I haven't seen at the t- or heard listened to at the time when it comes to like audio uh, dramas. I guess you could say. I think at the t- I don't even know if there were any like good ones at the. T- I think there was that one, the weird one. Oh, a lot of with the eyeball. Uh, I to- forgot the anime and uh, con people really. Love. I totally forgot. It's uh, <laughs> I totally, it's I totally forgot it too. It, it's a radio. It had something. like a purple yes. uh, cover. Oh, welcome to Nightmare. Yes, Nightmare. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. Thank you, Jordy. Uh, I thought that was good, but I thought like with Waylon, what's it? That's his name, Casey, Casey Waylon. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think his production was a little bit better. I guess you could say just and the story or that first couple episodes I listened to was interesting. Uh, I think it off of it. I remember um, the Walking Dead was be- becoming popular, and I initially I thought that was because. Uh, you know, uh, Casey was just like capitalizing on like The Walking Dead, and I, I thought it was just like a ripoff. But then John told me like he doesn't really uh read or watch the television show, so it's like uh entirely his own um story and whatnot. And I thought that was interesting too. And you know that this concept has been told, you know, I, I was going to say hundreds of years, but uh, <laughs> since uh, uh story wise, uh, cinematically. Since like you know, Don, um, uh, Night of the Living Dead. To, yeah. yeah, so we've seen this you know played out uh you know hundreds of times I guess you could say now, but uh, in the audio drama, uh, I was like at least for these ones I was impressed before, but I'm really impressed again about the story and someone that hasn't really you know uh, been uh, listening at all in the last I still found it like engaging and the characters intriguing uh i told john it kind of reminds me of like starship troopers but with zombies at the beginning because it's all like military and like a group of friends who join this military um they're graduating into the military yeah they're graduating that's how like starship troopers was too and uh they have to i'm assuming there's like this conspiracy with the government similar to <laughs> like that's uh they're gonna like tackle later on but um then like john told me like the main characters related to like the main character in the original and then i then i listened to the featurette that uh uh, Way- uh casey whalen uh created like i think it's like episode three if you listen to the podcast feed of the new one and it kind of just brought me up to date with everything. I was like, oh, okay, okay. So there's this these group of people. And... Wait, there's a featurette. What yes, was that? yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't even if know. If you that. haven't 
Yeah, it's like a, if you haven't really, or if you want to be caught up, or you haven't been listening at all, it's basically, it gets you caught up with everything. Oh, at least the big things that okay. happen. Is someone explaining the plot of all the weird lines? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, someone's okay. explaining. It's, it's, it's doing a narrative still, like someone's narrating everything, but there's like, um, they show snippets of, I'm assuming, of the original uh, podcasts where, or the original audio drama mm-hmm. that's from. So uh, I found that that, that was very helpful. It kind of got me, you know, understanding, you know, what happened in 2009, I think it was, when the infected happened and whatnot. So, and it's like 18 years later. Um, it's highly in the spoiler territory when you listen to that because it, it says like who died, who survived. Um, there's two people who are immune to the to the virus I, mean, mm-hmm. I don't know if i'm saying that if that's all correct that yeah yeah <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> so it kind of caught you right. up yeah, yeah uh but yeah i really enjoyed this first chapter i am going to continue it um it does want me to go back but then i also think of like do i have that many hours to listen <laughs> but i do actually it's not that it's not like uh it's not like you know over thousands of hours it's only like a you know i think it's like only I think each season is like how long, John? Each episode, I would say, is an hour and a half. So yeah. Each chapter, sorry, chapter. Each chapter is an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, what is it like? I I forgot how many. Uh, maybe you'll be uh within fifty or not fifty. Sorry. Uh, well, if you're counting also Gold Rush and all that, yeah, maybe yeah, like overall fifty all together. Yeah, it didn't seem like a lot when I was like looking through the feed. Like it mm. didn't seem like there's three hundred. No, 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 no. Yeah. I want to say that he does 10 or so a a season, but I might be wrong. At least 10. Like 12. 12, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Um, And it's funny because I just came off from like a um, a film gig, I guess. And I was like a sound boom mic operator and sound mixer. And it's my first time to ever done that. So listening to like Casey Wayland's like uh, doing all like the sound effects and the like, I just work. closed my eyes and I can imagine all this you know what's happening in the scene and whatnot so that's kind of, like there's like the moment in the beginning when it comes to those I always think they're arch- uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, I don't, what do you call them when they're architect no, I keep on saying architectures but not arch- uh, it's what Indiana Jones is <laughs> Um, archaeologists yeah, archaeologists yeah, yeah. like it sounded like that they were archaeologists i john later explained that they're like some sort of weird cult <laughs> are you talking about the first group <laughs> yeah yeah the yes. first group the yes. first group of people yeah like uh that whole scene like i cl- pretty much closed my eyes listening to it and i could uh, like picture everything that they were uh you know aiming for if, if casey whalen was like directing a movie that's and that's what uh, happened too i remember in the season finale uh or series finale we went there to la it's weird to listen to a podcast with you know hundreds of people, people in, there, yeah. in the theater mm-hmm. and we're just literally just looking i had to literally close my eyes because it felt not weird but all these people are in the theater and then we're just listening that's it <laughs> we're not uh we're not like it's not music where you can be engaging and dance but we're just sitting in our seats and just a lot of us are just closing our eyes and imagining what's happening right now and it's like oh this is interesting i've never been this type 
in this type of crowd doing that. So yeah. Was it Ben? Uh that's all I have. Okay. My dog's probably barking. It's good. So, yeah. It's Murphy. <laughs> you could talk. I I was mute my mic. Okay. Uh my general thoughts, it's similar to you, Jordy. Uh I liked it a lot uh, a lot. Uh, I listened to We're Live at work. <laughs> so uh we can have headphones on with one earpiece. And uh there was in the past, in the original one, I had so many like emotions when there are certain scenes. I remember going into this one area at work to just cry because something happened <laughs> to a character. Uh, See, was it that it, it it people are like, oh, I listen to We're Alive on my commute or like when I'm on the subway or the car in the car, and it's like, oh, you're insane. Yeah, yes. <laughs> How do you do that? So. When that happened, I remember crying. I had to go to this, uh, it's a refrigerator, a huge refrigerator, and just cry there a little bit. Took some like at least two or three minutes just to get my composure back. Uh, Then I started like, I can't listen to this at work anymore. (laughs) Um, But then when this one came out, uh, I I, I still continue to, even before this, even with lockdown and uh, gold rush, I still listen to it at work. uh, it never reached that emotional uh, from the original one, but so I decided to listen to this still at work, and I was surprised all the chapters were out. I did not know that. I was like, "Oh, all the chapters are out already," um, uh, and uh, because I, I was used to listening every what was the schedule like three parts for each chapter. Uh, one one after the other, and they take a break in between chapters. So I was expecting that, like literally that, like we'll get part one here, then part two. But Casey decided for chapter one, uh, for this one to release them all. So I enjoyed that a lot. Uh, listening to all the original voice cast come back. Um, well, most of them, of course. Um, maybe another one. We we don't know yet. Uh, in spoilers, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, <laughs> but then introducing with the new characters too, it was nice and seeing them interact with the legacy characters. I guess you can say uh, that's a term yeah. I've I've been hearing a lot, especially like in horror movies with doing uh, the new uh, sequels and whatnot with the characters. Uh, it was nice just to hear that interaction and the time jump is very like oh nice. There's actual uh, time is moving forward and we're not just staying this standstill in 2009 and 2010 or whatever that i can't years. hear you john i'm sorry oh what was it i am back okay can you hear us okay so yeah it was nice just to hear everyone uh interacting with each other and yeah i'm looking forward to it more uh i and also i have to mention when they build the world within the compound or that area they're in not compound the in war i don't even know what they call it the the inner area that's behind the wall, I guess. Uh, it was just nice to hear other voices too in there, like that I would never think will come back. And I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Like the community is building, and uh, just to hear other in the future episodes, hopefully we get to hear other stuff that's been happening between the original and now. So yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, I think we should go to straight to <laughs> spoilers. Uh, you guys have anything to add? Be- Besides, before we go to spoilers, or that's it. Everyone good? <laughs> I don't have anything. Okay, so we're going to Spidey spoilers, and here's a thwip <laughs> for everywhere. Uh, we're swinging along. 
<laughs> to, to do spoilers. So if you're listening to this and you don't want to get any spoilers, uh, I guess fast forward maybe 10 minutes and then we can hear uh, other segments after that. Uh, let's start with you, Jordy. Uh, what do you, <laughs> what's your spoiler for this one? Can I talk about the very end part? Yes, yes. Okay, like... Oh, wait, before that, Ben, do you understand when they mention the name, yes or no? When they mention the name Angel? Uh, I do not. Okay. I, I think I messaged you about this. Yes, too. yes, yes. Okay, Jordy, continue. I feel like I've been waiting for this moment for 10 years. Uh, yes, uh, knowing you, Jordy, uh, following you from Twitter, <laughs> I think you, uh, when they said that <laughs> you name... You follow me on Twitter. Yes, uh, when, I, when they said the name, I was like, oh, I just thought about you <laughs> right away. <laughs> When they said the name Angel. It's my cross to bear. <laughs> <laughs> so what? I, I, oh, go I, ahead. I just showed up out of my seat and started like sprinting around the room. It, it was like, because like f- 10 minutes beforehand, we had had the scene where like, here are all our legacy characters. Here is what they are doing with my their lives, which by the way, I, I loved. I cried a lot during uh, part two of this chapter. Aww. <laughs> Not a lot, a lot, but like it got to me. Um, and as that scene was ending, I was thinking, I need to set my expectations. They are never going to mention Angel in this series. And it's okay. <laughs> and then that ending scene happened. And it was the one-two punch of my second favorite character being brutally attacked and whispering the name of my number one favorite character. <laughs> that This is what I meant at the beginning where I was like, I felt like an animal being hunted. Mm-hmm. Oh no. That makes sense now. <laughs> so oh. the character that was being attacked, Michael, who is that again? Like, so uh, he's like the leader in the original series. Like he was... M- I would say the main character in the original series. We, we, I thought that was Nick's father. The main no, character. so he is the father, ad- adopted father. You say, Jordy, right? I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, him and oh god, what's the other one? Peggy? No, oh, no, not Peggy. Pegs. Peg. Pegs are the mother and the adoptive parents of uh Nick. So Nick is a son of Saul and Lizzie. Yes, right, Lizzie. Correct. Yes. And they both died, so they both took care of uh, Nick. If that's like the... Yeah, that's... I guess, yeah. <laughs> Everything. They were like third in line to get custody of Nick? Yes. Uh, because the mother, right, lived to... Uh, Saul's mother lived. <clears throat> uh, and we find out later on she died in the in this episode. What, what era she died. Or not, what year she died. Uh, because she is in the other ones. I think Gold Rush. Because Gold Rush is a little uh, farther in. What year is that one? Because he's in... What is Gold Rush? What year is Gold Rush? <laughs> I'm thinking... Because they're telling Nick the story. Or not Nick. The other... One of the other Alex. troops. Yeah, yes, yeah. It's another group of people and their kids, basically. Why is it called Gold Rush? They were uh, fighting this treasure basically oh okay okay. yeah it's not like it it didn't take place in like it it takes place in california like somewhere in california but it was but it didn't take place in the gold rush era like no 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 no. whatever was it 1749 i I forgot which era yeah yeah. uh i don't think 1749 but 1849 i think it's 1849 um but no 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 it's it's about a crew of people 
one of the people Puck is in here. You you hear him in the in the series, uh, and it's his old unit because in that series they died. Uh, most of his unit in there, so you get to hear them. Uh, Puck mostly. Uh, what else, Jordy? For the spoiler, oh, so do you think Angel's alive? <laughs> Listen. Okay, logically, no, I do not. Okay, yes. Same but do I hope? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way on earth, but what if? Mm-hmm. To set it up, too, for the listeners, it's Michael struggling with a character we don't know. He gets, I'm assuming, stabbed, right? It seems like he got stabbed. Uh, then he, in his last, I don't, know, I don't know if he's dying. He might be living. <laughs> we don't know. But in a I few hope. words, he says angel. So to the person so, who um, asked. Would, I don't know, has Casey ever hinted this character coming back or? No. Um, is there like a rule that this so, character could come back? I, I watched a Q&A after this on YouTube. Uh, he did like a 45-minute Q&A. And I guess in those comments, people were saying a name. But Casey has said in that YouTube that dead is dead. Like if the character is dead, he is dead. Or they are dead. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe I. I don't think so. He's uh, will come back. Um, that would be a huge surprise. <laughs> if it is. I mean, yeah, not to put too fine a point on it, but Angel got pretty messed up, yes. so I can't see any way he would be back. Yeah, yeah, same here. And then uh, just looking like the at the. I mean, they can secretly hide the cast. If they want to, but I don't see that actor in any of the like cast stuff they've done. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm leaning on. So Ben Angel belongs to this family. <laughs> uh, that that was in the featurette. Yeah, it was like a, a family. I forgot what their purpose, but they were like a bad family. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know if it's a crime family. I don't know the actual like term to use for them, but it seems like there's this family scattered in all these uh and we're alive mostly lockdown and the original one uh and there's like rings and whatnot uh maybe it's something i don't know if michael knows about that i don't remember do you remember jordy if michael has like an inkling about that history of angel i think he does um the vhs tape um and i can't get too more detail than that he and saul watch the vhs oh mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yes um yeah the family is like the mob and also a cult and yes. also a secret society i remember that they said on the featurette <laughs> yeah that's why when the uh when the chapter opened with the religious zealots i was like oh thank god i love it when there are cults and we're alive mm. this is my, my bread and butter and like how <laughs> dedicated one of the cult's members was <laughs> to the point where she'll she she's willing to die inside that cave to figure out what that thing was inside the cave. Uh, uh, what do you guys think that thing is inside that another creature? I guess. Listen, it's definitely ink, and oh, I know this in my wow. heart. So you think it's ink? It's still alive. Yeah, they said green eyes, so it's mm. either ink or a like a direct offspring. Oh, uh, I can see. So that. that's what they also mentioned about the feature that this is all coming from the feature is that there's uh other than like the undead that there's like monsters yes or there is yeah. creatures now that spawn from 
a mutation or whatever. I don't know what what it is, but I'm assuming Ink is a character, huh? Yes. So Ink is like the main. I don't want to say zombie. I always think of him as a creature, like a because he can talk. He has. He can instruct those other creatures to do things, like do his bidding. And there's other ones. Ben, have you played Left 4 Dead? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. a lot of the creatures are... Think of Left 4 Dead creatures, like those type oh, okay. of uh, things. It has a similar approach. Like there's like a brute type of character that's just uh, a muscle, basically. And then there's these ones that jump around and whatnot. So it's similar, I would say, to Left 4 Dead, if you can think of those creatures in there. Um, Ink basically controls those uh, things, and in the beginning of this, we hear basically, I believe too that uh, Ink when Jordy says it, so, um, <laughs> only because it makes sense as a redemption plot that maybe Nick get to kill the thing that kills his father. I'm thinking, um, as that, as that, like, you know, to be. I don't know what they're. What's the overall story arc of nick right now like i know he wants to be part of the team and whatnot be his own person and prove that you know he he can be more than just the name of taking you know the the descendant of the hero and whatnot um so i'm i'm pushing to that where combining your theory uh jordy that he is probably going to fight ink this uh mutated ink character uh in the in the future uh episodes uh do you have anything I think so too yes uh uh character wise do you guys like anything or like any of them more than others i actually really jived with a lot of the new characters i think i liked all of them that's good um like top to bottom i think everyone was really like well written and well performed dean was a standout though just for being kind of a hot mess at the party oh <laughs> yeah that's actually a fun scene <laughs> yeah you can imagine that a group of people <laughs> that's why it kind of reminds me of like starship troopers because it's like like that character like you like a tell... ragtag misfits type group. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I mean, the original cast was like that too, but they, they, because they're in their, I want to say, teenage years, because they're nineteen, right? Most of the the young ones, um, I can see that it's like um, they're playing off of that that type of uh, chemistry. You can say like young, still not proven that they're worth and whatnot because in the original one they're already older characters like michael especially michael was like the man in charge of the series uh i don't think we had any kids right there i mean there there was a kid in this one no there, there was kids in the original one but they weren't okay. like well one was she a kid the one that was blind i forgot her name hope uh, yeah she yeah, was hope. like 18 yes i think that's the closest i think oh then there's one that died early too the one with the cameras that set up the cameras oh, that poor boy <laughs> yes i Which, forgot by name. the way by the way like the first time this that uh this chapter got me like really got me was when nick called her aunt kelly um mm -hmm. yep that busted me up mm. <laughs> yes uh just to see the legacy characters like showing their growth not the growth but their their nurturing of like nick and how they're 
the relationship is like nice to see like they all respect uh Nick and whatnot and they he respects the legacy characters too. It's like nice to hear that. Uh besides Michael. <laughs> it seems like they <laughs> Michael is like the one person he still has a gripe about. It makes sense. Like the relationship he Michael's is that still even last time we heard he mentions it too like he wasn't didn't want to be military, then he became military. Uh I was surprised about um CJ as president of this area, I, I I don't know if the president of the not the United States. Uh, I'm assuming just this one area, right? That's why my assumptions is it's not the United like States. President of Westport. Yes, yeah. The um West Coast. Yes, yes. It seems like America or the world is divided still. It's more divided than before. Like it's region region wise it's not like there's borders to everywhere <laughs> it seems like it seems like this one area is controlled by them because they successfully maintain this one area what part of america is this west coast so it's la mostly oh la okay yeah um uh, i'm assuming still la because the way they describe the walls and whatnot in there uh is there a, a character ben that you liked that stand out um nothing no one yet i think they're all pretty good characters well performed um but yeah that, nothing yet that i haven't you know attached to yet <laughs> um i'm interested of like like you guys were mentioning about the legacy characters how they're going to be involved but it's it's kind of fun for you two because it's like i'm assuming they're probably performed by the same voice actors they, so they are. When you do listen to their voices it's probably exciting mm-hmm. to, uh, when the piano to start playing for the intro it just brought me back to the original series <laughs> i was like that the... so it's always has they always they've been keeping that intro across yeah their... yeah yeah the um, and, and then uh the narrator what's his name again jordy i always forget his name michael swan yeah michael swan always introduces it in that way it's very nice it's like he he doesn't the way he is uh, announcing or narration is really nice. And just to hear the title. Yeah. Again. Um, in the old series band, they used to have breaks too. And I don't think this one had a break, right? There was no commercial break. There there are. There are? There were two. There are. Each oh. episode had like at least one, I believe. Okay. Maybe I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> was, uh, yeah. You probably like, fast forward. <laughs> probably. Like, probably, yeah. They're like very short. They're like only like. 30 less than 30 seconds so in the original one ben they had like local advertisements one was like oh that's pl- interesting uh, the, these a, weren't local a plant shop i believe one time uh, for a while it was a plant shop uh near la uh they did like a, a commercial for that uh because even which character lizzie or pegs does the plant was a gardener um one of them was the gardener so it was is this her. a you're gonna mention like product placement inside the show yeah uh, no, yes and no. Oh, okay. It's like, but it's just those characters doing it. Like it was that type of uh, ads uh, before. Um, I thought it would do that too here, but they didn't do it. <laughs> Nothing will ever replace Reef Systems Inc. In my yeah, heart. that too. Yes, that one too. What that's, is that? <laughs> it's another. It's like a uh, just like I, it's, I don't want to say that's a local. It was thing. like an aquarium seller owned by one of Casey's relatives. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. So <laughs> now I'm, I miss. I wish they had those now. <laughs> so because like the ad they use is like a standard like podcast ad that you hear in other podcasts. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, the magic is gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that's it. Was there any surprise uh, moments in here that you guys thought besides the angel part? <laughs> well, my my the only thing that was kind of surprised when I first listened to it. Because I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, they're digging up something. And oh, yes, yes, yes. They're yeah. going to reveal something. And then you later come out. I feel like, oh, this, is this the worshipping? Like, is this, are these the good guys or the bad guys? <laughs> so I wasn't sure at first until you explained it, John. Like, that's like a group. But then I don't know. They might turn, you know, uh, 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 on its head. Probably they're going to be the good guys later or something. I don't know. It might <laughs> happen, Ben. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like I'm, I'm assuming they're gonna subvert a lot of like the expectations, uh, with some of the motives, I guess you could say. Because mm-hmm. it seems like the government is like a, I don't know if the government was like a, the enemy in the last one. No, but it seems like the government. Well, military doing... wise, military wise, yes. There okay, was, there it was seems a like that plot. too. Like yeah, it's happening yeah. again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was surprised Bert was still in here. Uh, I always pictured Bert as an older character, like in his seventies or something, like that, for some reason. And when I heard him, I was like, "Oh, he's still kicking around and still teaching, I guess, how to shoot a gun." He just—he might be just in his nineties now. Uh, maybe they don't give out. I don't think there's stats of that, like the ages of these characters. Uh, but Scott Marvin, he plays Bert, does a really good job with that voice and. It always reminds me of like a Clint Eastwood um, type character in my mind always. Uh, but if you see a picture of Scott Marvin, I can picture like, yeah, that's that voice <laughs> coming out of him. Uh, Has any like, because um, uh, I'm assuming these are mostly voice actors. Has anyone from like, I don't know, in the in the industry of like television or film been a voice actor that's big? I'm not sure. I don't like as, a, as a cameo and whatnot. Uh, I don't think so. Have do you notice anything, Jordy, of like that? Um, at one point in I think season two, uh, the voice actor of Porky the Pig. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> God help me, I can't remember his name right now. But <laughs> I'm assuming he doesn't that's... play Porky though. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> you would never know from the performance. Okay. <laughs> I did not even know that he was in there. Uh, uh, uh. Who else? I'm trying to think. Yeah, now I'm looking at the cast right now. I don't see anyone that um, I can think of. I know there's a there's a video game person. Then you know uh, he's in there in the uh, episode. Nolan North. No, <laughs> no, no. Okay. Uh, uh, he plays Pete. <laughs> And he worked. Yes. He worked at IGN, yes. and he had a whole fan podcast about We're Alive. Yep. Greg Miller. Yes. Oh yeah, okay. I literally messaged John like, "Oh, I forgot Greg Miller is like a huge fan of this," and mm-hmm. I I listened to the credits. as oh, he's on here. Yeah, it was him <laughs> and Brittany. I want to say that's her first name. Uh, they both had. And someone else. There was someone else on the podcast too. On uh, that. Nick the, Voodoo. Yeah, Nick Voodoo. Peace. Yes, rest in peace. Uh, so they had the fan podcast and uh a weekly podcast too uh that that was nice too they did a really good job like just breaking down the episode and reading all like the theories online that was really cool uh have you gone to the forum jordy <laughs> i haven't been on there in years uh what's going on my man <laughs> and a lot of like spam is on that forum so don't go there <laughs> oh god yes 
I don't I don't know what's the the security of the form. It's just the form. The website changed a lot. I know that. But when you go to the form, it, there, there's like a chat area in there, like open chat area if you're on there. And it's just spam, like a bunch of spam. And I I, I went there when this episode came out. So it's just like, okay. <laughs> I just logged on here. Yeah, it's very much like the old school, early 2000s forums. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. The The... the the, or mid colors and stuff really like that. Yeah, there uh, are helpless bots trapped in the real life <laughs> forums, and you're laughing. Yes. Yeah, they can get I out. would, I would do a radio audio, uh, radio uh, audio drama based on this of what of the, the bots trapped into the we're live form. I'm um, like looking at it are... right now. It looks like the last post was this. Uh, oh, there's new ones. March 14. Okay, people are active still. Yeah, I've seen like, there's some. There's a, a, a there's several of them that's active still. Uh, I don't know if they're bots though. <laughs> if I click on it, then uh, okay, no, yeah, long Looks time. Like there's no a visit. Discord yeah. server now that you yeah. can join. I, I think they have one too for that. <laughs> uh, anything else to add to this? I um, I think uh, well, two things very quickly. Um. This was mentioned a couple times, but the production value is like a thousand leagues mm-hmm. above the original We're Alive. Like, it was shocking. Yep. There's and... a whoosh of a camera moving that doesn't exist, and it felt natural. <laughs> yep, yep, I agree. <laughs> um, ben, if you want to know, too, like, they remastered the first season, too. They really? Went back. Yeah, the That's first, cool. The first series, so... I don't know if I so I have the DVD set of the original. Uh, it's DVD unopened. Set. Yeah, they had a DVD or CD set of the oh, first yeah, CD. Uh, uh, season of We're Alive. I have that. I kind of want. I don't have a <laughs> CD player, so I don't have no other. I don't even know how I can listen to that. Maybe my car. My car has a CD player. I'll try listen to the first episode just to see the quality now versus. Uh, before uh, just to see because it it was way different before in the first uh like first series and then it got better when casey got seemed like better equipment better studios and whatnot versus before it looked way different (laughs) if you see the behind the scenes uh photos of it uh what are you guys looking forward to like what's the thing one thing that you're want to see in from this we can start with Jordy. <laughs> I, uh, well, for Descendants, I would really like to see Nick come into his own. For We're Alive as a whole, I really want them to make good on the promises that they left behind in We're Alive concerning the family. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which I've always wanted that, and that's no secret, and that will probably never change until it's done. But... I just, Nick is very troubled, way more troubled than I would have ever expected. And I, I, I want to see him grow. I want to see what he'll do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was wondering really quick, like when it comes to the original cast or the original uh, story, what did it end? Like the finale of that, did it end well? Like, was it well received among fans or is it like a, I don't. Know, I could think of an example like How I Met Your Mother. Example, I don't know. what <laughs> where people didn't like. I don't. I never watched How I Met Your Mother, but a lot of people always bring that up about like how they didn't like that. I think Jordy said it best that it is where 
that that loose end with the family. Like he Casey always says, like I'm going to explain it more in future episodes and stuff like that for future uh, series and whatnot. So like that's one of the things that fans are wondering about. Um, but overall, like that that story about Ink, yeah, it is tied nicely where they find Ink and kill him and that's it and then people you know certain characters die and they they kind of do like a, a time jump in within the last episode uh i don't know how many years but they do a time jump 14 14 yes uh who is bert teaching in there i forgot who is it just a random person or is it nick i think it's young nick right it's nick yeah it's like young fresh-faced uh 14 year old nicholas yep yeah so like the last moments of that series is Nick trying to kill a zombie with uh, Bert's help, and that was it. The, the wow, that's how it ends. But is that the same actor though? I'm not hundred percent sure because yeah. timeline, time wise, it could be <laughs> that actor probably. Grew when up. was the finale? What year was that? <sighs> oh. oh, like 2015. <laughs> oh yeah, it could. That's actually possible. Like the actor could still be playing mm-hmm. the same actor. Yeah, same thing with Jordy where uh, I want to see the family. And if you go to the Weird Life store right now, <laughs> they sell a lot a family shirt with the ring. So I'm like, okay, that's oh, weird. Yeah, so it's like, I'm why? Are, yeah, I was like, why are you selling that all of a sudden? Uh, because during the live stream of Casey Whaler, he mentions like, we have all new merch. So I've like checked it out. And literally a shirt, literally one of the shirts is a the rings of the family. So then there's Three families, if you're wondering. Uh, uh, so, in the the ring is like a tri, not triforce, but they're combined into like a triangle. Uh, so you can buy that shirt right now. So, I'm assuming this is a thing that Casey's been hinting out for a long time that this series is probably going to show the descendants of that family too. Like the word "descendants" is from that fam, the family also, not just the main legacy characters but that oh that makes sense uh i we wonder love a good multifaceted narrative yep yeah, yeah. <laughs> i wonder if they're gonna do flashbacks because if we're if we're just going to talk about the family now i wonder if they're going to talk about stuff in the past and give us like a flashback of maybe of uh characters that's belong there i know there's one character from lockdown i believe mentions a family right <laughs> i think uh uh, I think too the characters of Lockdown join this group of people too. So I wonder where they're at because I remember Bert and uh, what's her name, the bow and arrow, bow and arrow, arrow. Um, Riley. Riley, yes, Riley. Bert and Riley are the ones who encounter the Lockdown crew. So at the very end of that, so looking forward to if they come back uh after after i don't know the characters names in that crew uh it's it was so long ago because that was the second series after we're alive they did uh yeah i think that's uh that's all for we're alive descendants uh we can move on to uh our list jordy so we have a list uh i'm pulling it up right now the freaking awesome list of 2022 uh on the list right now is by Derek Skies Sykes, sorry, Derek Sykes, the real Real Housewives, the television show from Benjamin for my brother Ben, uh Della Time. Uh it's a book. Della Time. Oh Della Time. It's a Dilla. book. Uh from Audrey, my partner. Uh it's an app called I Am. 
And from myself, I added uh, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate uh, because right now uh, uh, I have enough money to just rent games, I guess you could say, from Game Pass. And uh, it's, uh, I'm taking a lot from it. I've played more games than I've ever played in the last uh, year because of that. Uh, what would you want to add to the list, Jordy? I would like to add all five of the Scream movies. Ooh, this is good. <laughs> Uh, real quick, what's your ranking of uh, Scream movies? Oh, I was hoping you would ask. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so number one with a dot, it is the original Scream, okay. obviously. Then, Scream 2. I think it's actually pretty good. Um, and then it is Scream 3. Wait, no. Scream 5. <laughs> I was going to oh, okay. say, like, you're just going down <laughs> chron- Scream chronologically. And Scream 5. <laughs> actually, no. Scream 5 is number two. Then Scream 2. Okay. Then Scream 3. And then Scream 4, which has the misfortune of being the least good of the Scream movies. I actually like 4 better. (laughs) I just, you know what? I don't care for the opening, and the middle really dips. Yes, yes. So the dip... For me, it's the ending. I like uh, Kirby in that uh, movie. Uh, I like that. Yes. Her... Just her character alone at that time, it was like refreshing to get like that type of character that knows horror. And then uh, Challenger, because she's, she's challenged in that movie uh, at one point. Uh, but yeah, I just like Kirby. That's why it's like higher ranking for me. I forgot my ranking. I'm looking at my profile on Twitter and I can't find it. So <laughs> I, I had a ranking too. So what was your ranking? I think in? yours with John was like one five not five is it five? a one four it's probably four yeah one four five three two or something one three uh, no three is low for me so okay t- then um, oh i i i enjoy the campiness of three mm-hmm. that's There's the one in good college right in it and i like it yes uh i i watch rewatch two and then i see i i see why people like that i i have to rewatch these again <laughs> to get my ranking but uh especially now after watching five did you enjoy five Oh, I liked it a lot. Uh, do you like the motive I, I, of the char- the the killings? I guess I do. I would really like for Scream 6 to be about a killer desperately trying to keep the housing prices in Woodsboro down by killing. <laughs> Does not seem like none of that's more uh, relevant, I feel like. Yes. <laughs> Because it's like, uh, Gail can be like, oh, you think people won't just sell their houses and move away if the killings start again? Especially if you're related to any of the characters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, I dated the boy from that school. It's like, that has nothing to do with the killings, but I still moved away. It's like, how do you think these people can afford these giant wine That's county true. California That's true. Yeah, houses? I don't know what's the main business. Like, where... What's the main attraction of that area? Of what? Where the money's coming from? From the families? <laughs> that that could be explored. Maybe killing people <laughs> somehow with no money. A uh, very dark <laughs> scream. <laughs> but yeah, I'll add that to the list. That is on the list. Uh, thank you, Jordy, for adding that. Uh, I I would probably add that too later <laughs> if I if, if <laughs> over time of this year. Uh, to recap for this week, we talk about Persona 1, uh, the Jor- Jared Carmichael's Rothnell, Rothnell? Rothnell. Rothnell. Uh, Rothnell. Comedy Special on HBO, 
And the main discussion was We're Alive Descendants. Uh, so, Jordy, where can they reach you? Uh, they can reach me on my Twitter, at Cobalt Spartan. Uh, my art Tumblr, which is urban-caravan. Or they could subscribe to me on Patreon slash Jordy Shepard. And for $5 a month, you get a commission sketch nice. every month. Uh, I have to say, you are a very talented artist. I always enjoyed everything I would say that, that you too. <laughs> um, I, uh, I really hope like more people back you <laughs> uh, in your Patreon. I, I really, really think you deserve it. Like uh, All the art you do is really great. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. I also hope more people back me. Uh, <laughs> I'm in college right now, so it's it's a, updates are a little slow, but I I do make sure the Patreon sketches get out. Yes, I see it uh, every month. Uh, ben, do you have anything to promote? Um, just follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Benjonobaya. We will have a, a podcast episode of the Real Impact. It's where I invite a guest and they discuss a film that impact them. Uh, this week is actually my brother. John. Oh, me? No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to discuss Battle Royale, um, the Japanese Ooh. 2001 Nine. film. 2009. I think it's 2001 or 2000. Film. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, 2001. Uh, that, yes. It's one of those. It's yes. one of the 2000s. <laughs> um, I don't know why I was saying nine. <laughs> yeah. And uh, basically it impacted him because... It made him <laughs> wait what i don't know what, I, even how, I don't know how it's going to impact you john huh uh, but we'll find out yes yes i, yes. I don't know how it's going to impact you but we'll find out hopefully yes. it's not for the worst of things like, no 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 you no. don't want to go on the island and just start kill, kill, killing people that's not the thing you want to do right? no well okay no no, no 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 i don't want to do that uh you can reach us on twitter and instagram at tfa now facebook and youtube by searching the freaking awesome or you can support us on our Patreon at thefreakingawesome.com. Uh, thank you, CRSA Child, for producing the podcast. Thank you to myself for editing. It's weird to say that. Uh, I know you, John, for editing. Yes, thank you, Jordy. <laughs> uh, you can reach my, me at Twitter at Abaya Arts. Uh, you can watch as my partner and I play video games on datenightplays.com. Uh, I think that's it of uh, everything. Thank you, Jordy, for uh, being our guest. Uh, thank you, Ben, for being here. I'm John Abaya. I'm Benjamin Abaya. I'm Jordy Shepard. And that was the